Today we are speaking with Stephanie Bennett. Stephanie is a veteran homeschooling mom of four from Canada, and she's a piano teacher who's adapted to giving lessons online, and she's passionate about empowering homeschool kids and helping them build their confidence through music. Stephanie's going to be sharing about the debilitating fear and old beliefs that kept her stuck in an abusive marriage for 13 years. But through her courageous journey, she has found herself and a better way of life for her family. So keep listening. You're listening to The Inspired Way, stories of everyday heroines, real life inspiration. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, CJ Rivard. Join me weekly to hear real life inspiration and tips for tackling your life's challenges. Each week, you'll hear from a relatable woman who shares about her struggles and the tools she used to work through them. By being women of courageous action, vision, and ongoing evolution, each of us can create a ripple of positive impact. And together, we'll create a wave of change. Join us. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Uh, tonight, I am so excited to be interviewing Stephanie Bennett. Stephanie, thank you so much for being here and agreeing to, to spend a little time and share your story. So you heard a, a little about um, Stephanie in the intro, but to get us started, Stephanie, can you share a little bit more about yourself? Sure. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, I'm Stephanie. I live in Manitoba, Canada. Um, I have four kids. I am a single mom and I'm a piano teacher. And yeah, I love my life. It's a good life. Excellent. <laughs> it is. So did you happen to bring a quote to share to get us started before we get into your story? Yes, I do. Um, I love Brene Brown. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is one of hers. And it goes like, it takes courage to say yes, to rest and play in a culture where exhaustion is seen as a status symbol. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh that's, that's good. And um, how is that significant for you or, or played into your life? I was raised to be very, very hardworking. Um, and if you didn't work hard, then you were, then I, I always felt like I was less than because I was lazy. And if you're lazy, then I don't know if I would go so far as to say it was a sin, but it certainly wasn't good character. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So you just, I, I always felt like I had to work to hard I had to work hard in order to be approved of as a person wow okay all those things yeah. we're we're grown up we're we're brought up to believe mm -hmm. all that programming we have yeah. to get out of but you broke yeah. broke through on that one right I did That's or I am in the process of still sometimes it still sneaks in you know because my my work these days I enjoy it so much sometimes mm -hmm. I don't really feel like I'm working and then I'm and then I almost uh, think that I'm being lazy. And I'm like, no, I'm not being lazy. <laughs> You're working. That is awesome. Because we would yeah. all love to have work that doesn't feel like work. 
That's exactly. that's great. So then that doesn't count. You can bash <laughs> on. Um, exactly. That's great. Thank you for for sharing that. I think we can all uh, take a lesson from that quote. So um, it, you your story has to do with I think a, a verbally abusive marriage. Is that mm-hmm. right? So yeah. can you take us back and tell us where you were, however many years back, and how that transpired? Yeah. So I. I chose to marry this man and I didn't realize at the time what he was like, obviously, or I wouldn't have, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I didn't know him very long before he got married and yeah, it turned out he was verbally and psychologically abusive and I stayed with him for 13 years and I realized that the reason I stayed so long was because of my beliefs because I was raised in a very religious home. And even as an adult, I was very religious. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I was raised to believe, you know, that a woman shouldn't leave her husband and, you know, divorce is a sin and all this. Mm -hmm. And I finally got to the place where I realized that my beliefs were not serving me or my kids. And... And I realized that, you know, I wasn't helping anyone by staying with him. Mm-hmm. And so I finally got to the point where I chose me and I chose my kids over society norms or the religious circle that I was in. I chose it over what other people would think of me if I left. Wow. Um That had to be really hard to get to, even though you were in a bad situation. I know how deep those, those beliefs we grow up with run and, um, they're ingrained. Yeah. 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 So, so how did you finally come to the decision that you need, you needed to let go of those beliefs or in your situation? Yeah. Um, I was just so, um, exhausted in every way, like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it was very draining. Um, because it went with with him, it went in cycles, like it would be calm for a while and then it would, the tension would build and then he would explode. And, and it was always like walking on pins and needles because Mm -hmm. you never knew exactly what would set him off or, or anything like that. And so it's very stressful and very exhausting. And I just, I finally realized that he would never change, right? I've been through this cycle so many times that I started to notice that it was a cycle and it would repeat over and over. And and I've just, I think I finally just realized that he would never change. And unless I wanted my life to change, unless I wanted to actually have a chance at some real happiness, I would have to do something different. Yeah. I I love what you said a minute ago. You said I had to choose me. Mm -hmm. But in doing that, so how were, so tell us about your kids, the age range and boy, girl, you said you have four. I have four kids. I have two boys, two girls. Um, So when I, when I left him, my oldest was 12, I believe. And my youngest was almost three. 
so so hard so yeah was the environment affecting your older children it was way? affecting all of them yeah because he was he treated them just as badly as he treated me oh no okay. yeah so i mean it was it was hard for me to 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 see it was really hard for me to see him do that because I a lot of times I felt very powerless mm -hmm. to be able to protect him from that because you know kids should not have to experience that um yeah but it did you know they're they're resilient they they're all doing good now <laughs> I'm I'm sure that that move you made had a lot to do with it so mm -hmm. you once you made the decision that it, you had to choose you and it had to change. Did the change come easier then or did it take you a while to transition out? Or, uh, you know, how did you make the move away? Yeah, it was like the move itself was pretty drastic because we were living 24 hours away from where I grew up and where from where any of any family or support that I had was and so I yeah so my dad actually flew out to where we were living and he drove me and my kids back home here to Manitoba um, because I was in such a state like there's no way I could have driven 24 hours with four kids by myself holy cow <laughs> I wouldn't want to do so, that for two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. I hear you. But yeah, so so it was very drastic. So there was a big physical barrier right away, which was a good thing because I, I felt a lot safer. Wow. That's because incredible. obviously he was yeah. he did not know I was leaving. Um and he was extremely, extremely irritated and angry with me. <laughs> That had to be so scary. Um, how did you feel once you got to Manitoba? Like, what was your feeling to to get there and be 24 hours away? Like, relieved, but also, I was also, I was also scared of what he would do next, mm. right? Yeah. But I learned over time that there was, it was all em empty threats. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank goodness. Yeah. But still, you still have all those emotions of, mm -hmm. you know, he is the father. What, you know, like what rights does he have? What can he all do? What will he all do? But yeah. So scary. It was, it was, um, it was a big learning curve. <laughs> holy cow. So, what uh, obviously now how long ago was that it was i don't even quite remember it's been around eight years i think okay so i think you mentioned that life is good right now your kids are doing well yes everybody's very good, good. and yeah. um so as you transitioned then was there a lesson that stood out from that that time period and that journey that you feel like has has helped you move forward? Or oh, for sure, yeah. I 
I learned to think for myself and not just believe what someone else told me, right? Not only, you know, church leaders, but, but friends or family or anyone, right? Because, um, yeah, I have, I have my heart and I have intuition and I can think for myself and I can listen. Mm -hmm. And, and also, yeah, the lesson to choose me first, not in a selfish way, but in a self-care way. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's and great. to realize also that I think that was maybe the first thing that I did where I, I took action on a, in, on a new evolving belief, I guess, because you know, up until then, I, I had believed, you know, about marriages for life and, yeah. and stuff like that. And so here I was doing something that was contrary to that. So I was allowing myself to have a more fluid belief where my beliefs can evolve with me as I grow in my life, if that makes sense. Uh, makes total sense to me, <laughs> especially if it's not serving you. I think, you know, as, as, as we know, at, not everything we're taught yeah, serves us or, mm -hmm. or is good to, to carry forward for, for sometimes it's good for a while. Yeah. Um, and then needs to be let go. But it's, I, I think that we were given brains to think for a reason and, mm -hmm. and questioning is not a bad thing, especially when you have um, four kiddos to, to look out for, especially uh, right. along with your own um, peace of mind and health mm -hmm. and, and everything. So I, I celebrate you for that courage because that's not a situation um, any of us would like to be found in, but you've certainly um, uh, moved past that and made a, a good life for yourself. So tell us yeah. about your, um, your uh, love of music and what you do now. Yeah, so I, I love teaching kids how to play the piano. And I love seeing um, the confidence that they build and the joy on their faces when they learn something new or, or master a song or, um, yeah, they catch on to a certain rhythm or whatever it is. It just, it trickles into other areas of their life, that confidence and that mm -hmm. artistry and yeah so it, it lights me up yeah I can tell so I think that's great you've you've definitely moved on and you're you're having um yeah you're living your your joy it seems like yeah I'm I'm happy for you thank um, you uh, one thing I I wanted to ask you is there um after that was behind you is there a habit or something you do uh, that has helped with your current state of mind and well-being? Absolutely. Self-love. Um, love that. Yeah, I tell myself I love myself every day because if I don't love myself, I can't love anyone else. And also we will, we kind of, I think we love others as we love ourselves, yeah. right? 
So you can't really do one without the other. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. And so this was also a self-love journey for you. It, like it, it totally was. As you stepped away from that abuse. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, because I did not have much self-love <laughs> when I was with him. He just, he made it. Um, I mean, I, I, I realized I chose yeah. all of that. I chose my responses. I chose my my actions and my thoughts. Um, but yeah, being in that environment did not leave very much space for self-love. I could, I could <laughs> imagine that. Well, this has been very inspiring. I hope that uh, anyone that needed to hear this message is hearing it loud and clear. Um, what I am taking away is you need, you need to not hold on to beliefs that don't serve you. You need right. to choose yourself first, practice mm -hmm. self-love so that you can contribute and do more for others. Exactly. And I think that was it. Those were the biggies, I think. Yeah. Did I miss a biggie? I don't think that so. I awesome. think you got them all. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Now, um, before we let you go, if anyone is interested in connecting or finding out more about you, uh, where they where can they find you? Um, my website mm -hmm. is pianojourneyswithsteph.com. And I have a Facebook page, also Piano Journeys with Steph. And my Instagram is also Piano Journeys with Steph. So awesome. And I will there point out go. that Steph with an F. Yes. Correct. Okay. Yep. And we'll, we'll put that in the show notes so you guys can, can catch up with her if anybody's interested. Thank right. you for sharing a little of your, your evening this evening. I really appreciate you. And I'm just so happy for where you're at now. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having me. I appreciate and, it. Uh, and everyone, my pleasure. Uh, thank you for listening and have a, make it a great evening. Or, or morning whenever you're listening. If you're committed to embracing change, or you'd like to be, and your continuous evolution, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and join our email list for even more value. You'll find a link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm looking forward to sharing with you on the next episode. Make it a great day.